Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. Exhortation by Larson Hicks on June 6th, Lord's Day service. And our exhortation this morning comes from a few passages, and I'd encourage you to meditate on these later um, together. I think they're, they're, uh, it's a powerful combination, these three passages. So the first is from James chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. The second is Proverbs 3, and the third is Hebrews 12, verses 1 through 11. And we'll be kind of jumping back and forth between the three of those as we talk this morning about perseverance. The Christian life is a race. God promises a crown of life to those who finish the race and the adornment of wisdom around their necks as a reward. We see allusions to this concept in in all three of these passages. So in Hebrews, we're told to run with endurance the race that is set before us. In James, we're told, blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Similarly, in Proverbs 3, we hear, My son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, and they will be life for your soul and an adornment around your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. The Christian life is a race. And it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. The furthest I've ever run is a half marathon. Um, We've got people here that have run ultra marathons. I think they'll agree with me that marathons are hard, right? They seem to last much, much longer than you think when you set out on the race. After five miles or 10 miles or 20 miles, even climbing small hills becomes incredibly difficult. You're at constant war with your mind. Your brain's always saying, are we there yet? Are we done? Can we stop now? And and even things that normally are easy, like running downhill on knees that have been just pounding the pavement for the last 26 miles, going even downhill is painful. So mile one of a marathon is much, much easier, right, than mile 26. This is a good metaphor for the Christian life. Despite what you may learn or hear from like late-night televangelists, the Christian life, becoming saved, doesn't suddenly make all of your problems go away. The story arc of the Christian life isn't trouble, salvation, smooth sailing, and then heaven, right? It's really more like trouble, salvation, more trouble, right? When Job encounters all manner of trouble, and he's ready to curse the day, he's cursing the day he was born, his friend replies in chapter 5 of Job, he says, uh, man is born to trouble as sparks fly upward. And then he says, behold, blessed is the one whom God reproves. Therefore, despise not the discipline of the Almighty. For he wounds, but he binds up. He shatters, but his hand heals. Proverbs 3, 11 through 12 say nearly the exact same thing. He says, My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him who he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. And in Hebrews 7, he quotes that same passage from Proverbs. Excuse me, in Hebrews 12, verse 7, right before verse 7, he, he quotes Proverbs 3, what I just read. And he explains it further and says, 
It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline, in which all have participated, then you are an illegitimate children and not sons. You see, your heavenly father claims you as his own legitimate son or daughter through discipline. And he knows your frame. He knits you together in your mother's womb. And he, in his loving kindness, sends you just the exact trials that you need at just the exact time that you need them in order to solidify your faith and produce a greater degree of maturity and godliness. James 1, 2 through 4 says, Count it all a joy, my brother, my brothers, when you meet various trials, meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Trouble, trials, hardships in this life are not bugs. They're features. When the godless see a, see a Christian suffering, they scoff. And they say, where's your God now? They can't wrap their heads around the idea that a loving God would allow his people to suffer. And so they curse God. But these passages that we've just read make it abundantly clear that trials and hardships come to a Christian from the loving hands of your father in order to produce a harvest. Look at Hebrews 12, 11. It says, For the moment of all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Samuel Rutherford was a Scottish pastor and a member of the Westminster Assembly that, that produced the confession that our church uses back in the 1600s. And he said it this way, Why should I start at the plow of my Lord that maketh deep furrows in my, on my soul? I know he is no idle husbandman. He purposeth a crop. And so, brothers and sisters, my exhortation to you this morning is to not grow weary. Run the race that has been set before you. Persevere to the end. A crown of life awaits you. Has God sent you a seemingly never-ending cascade of poopy diapers? Persevere. Were you passed up for the promotion uh, that your manager promised? Keep running the race. Are you heavy laden with caring for aging parents? Count it a joy, brethren. Does your heart break because of a wayward child? Do not lose sight of the finish line. Is your marriage in trouble? Remain steadfast. Christian, God has sent you these trials because he loves you. He is the author of your life and the perfecter of your faith, and he is perfecting your faith through these trials. God moves in a mysterious way. Ye fearful saints, fresh courage take. The clouds ye so much dread are big with mercy and shall break with blessings on your head. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com.